Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. How are you today, Brian? Thanks for being here. <laughs> Doing good. Having a great summer. How about you? Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a hot one, and we're going to be 100. It's going to feel like 105 by Friday. There's that oh, wow. old saying that with the heat, comes the violence intensifying. Hopefully that's not true, but sometimes it feels like that. But when we think about, you know, back to school, a lot of college students thinking about moving back in, whether it's just off campus or whether it's into the dorms on campus, can you take me through, you know, the picture through your lens um, as far as what we can expect on as far as Temple? They said they have made revisions. They say it's safer. It's a safer campus than it was last year. What do you see? They, they, they keep saying that, uh, but we're not seeing it. Um, so there, there are a, a number of things to look at at Temple University's campus. The first one being the shooting, uh, the deadly shooting that happened over the weekend, um, uh, or very early morning, Saturday morning. Um, a, a man was shot and killed at 17th and Cecil B. Um, and then over at 18th and Cecil B., from that shooting, a brand new graduate, a May graduate of Temple University, 22 years old, was likely just finishing out her lease and ready to move on and do big things, got hit in the side with one of those uh, stray bullets, rushed to the hospital. Thankfully, she is okay. Um, from from all the updates I've heard, she is in stable con- condition. There there are no reports so far that that. You know the injury is 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 going to you know be be you know mm-hmm. you know a devastating one. But I mean any any bullet to any area is is terrifying and awful. And um, you know that that is the reality of that area. And it is the the pattern of hubris that we've seen from Temple University's administration over several years, especially these past few years. Um, has really gotten us to where we are right now, where they're telling parents and prospective students how safe they are constantly. They brag about telling parents how safe the campus is. Um, the reality is that the campus, the narrow campus itself, is not, does not, is not the entire Temple community um, because most of the students live adjacent to campus right. or, or a block or two off like where this shoot, shooting happened, well within the Temple patrol zone. Um, because, yeah, that is still Temple territory, even if it's not campus-owned. Yeah, I think ultimately the the tragedy over the shooting and killing of Christopher Officer 
um, Christopher Fitzgerald, the first Temple police officer to be killed in the line of duty. It brought it to the forefront. And I know you, Brian, now running a successful um, public relations agency, among other things. You yourself are a Temple graduate and proud alum. But I think that was a moment where their focus, they received national attention and forced them to take a hard look. But you you aren't really seeing the changes and the students you're talking to are not feeling that they have made an earnest effort to bring put safety at the forefront. Because at the time when I talked to you, you said that PR, they were more worried about PR than safety. Right. And, and that's my expertise. So, you know, me following what was going on there, when I heard some of the public statements, and this was back, really, I, I started ringing the alarm bells in fall 2022, um, when there were some high profile incidents. And, you know, even, you know, some, some folks I knew and care about um, told me about the reality of the situation. When I heard the public statements by then President Wingard and others in leadership, I thought, oh, my God, they they think this is a PR problem. They're, they are talking about this as a PR problem. I, I know PR fluff because I create PR fluff for a living. <laughs> and and, and that's, that was what, what really woke me up. I was like, they're not doing anything about this. And you know how, you know, again, after, despite all that's happened over the past couple of years, a few weeks ago, they put out their new budget. I looked at the safety budget their safety budget from this new one that, that just went into effect versus mm-hmm. the one two years ago before Sergeant Fitzgerald was murdered, before Samuel Collington was murdered, they have less spending power. The, the public safety office has less spending power today than they did before all of that. Mm-hmm. The budgets don't lie. So, you know, they will talk and say they're prioritizing safety, but their safety budget isn't even keeping up with inflation. Yeah, and uh, to speaking of in- inflation, I know that within the past uh, less than two weeks, they've, Temple has announced, as well as Rutgers, that due to inflation, tuition's going up. So it's and at Temple University, tuition hiking 4%. And that's for in-state and out-of-state students. And then in New Jersey, I saw that Rutgers University, they're actually raising theirs 6% this fall, 7% increase for meal plans, 5% increase for housing. So I would imagine that a lot of you know students and parents who are paying for the, the increases, yes, due to inflation, but they probably assume that Temple's dedicating more dollars to safety. Right, right. And, and, and that's not what's happening at all. Um, they, the, the, the Temple Police Force is still running severely understaffed. You know, back in, I guess this would have been early 2022, when then-President Wingard promised a 50% increase mm-hmm. in police staffing. That, that, that was a PR move in and of itself, because that would have just gotten them to the level that they should have been at all along. They were already very understaffed. Um, and then we found out through through subsequent reporting that, um, you know, after that promise was made, the force actually decreased. Um, and, and, and they you're not seeing any bold moves being done with those in power, um, 
you know, you've got the, the head of public safety, Jennifer Griffin, um, you know, has, has not made any bold moves to recruit or retain officers. And she you know, has they'll, managed... They'll make a big... Oh, go ahead. No, she... So she has managed to survive because there were... And I know that you had reported on this that um, she survived, but there were reports and allegations from the police force that she had not treated those police officers very well. Right. Well, I mean, I mean, you know, we did, we did find out then, uh, I guess it was a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry about that. No, that's okay. A few months, yep. A few months ago, um, uh, a, a few um, female police officers, temple police officers were fired um, and um, I, I did find out through talking to a few sources that at least one of the ones fired was fired for taking time off to go, or at least this, this contributed to the firing, um, that they um, took time off to attend a fundraiser um, to support uh, fallen Sergeant uh, Fitzgerald. Um, that contributed to it. Um, wow. So, you know, they'll make a big PR splash when they do get a few officers, mm-hmm. but then silence when they lose them, fire them or yeah. whatever. Um, and you know what I found out from talking to a few former um, Temple University police officers? And I've, I've talked to some who were very old school, who saw the transition way back when, when Temple trans, you know, made that transition from a commuter school to somewhere that would actually attract people to live on campus. I was told they never wanted to get in the business of safety. They loved that they were getting more students and more tuition dollars, but they did not want to take responsibility for providing safe housing or campus safety. And they have continued to resist, um, you know, calls to expand that or opportunities to expand that. They don't want to be in that business. They do not want to be in the security business. They don't want to be in the housing business. Yeah. Um, but they want all the benefits of, of projecting the image that they are. And that, to me, is, you know, I, I, I put out a strong worded tweet the other day calling that criminal. Um, I, when you're selling parents and students one thing and in the background we know what's really going on, that is legally problematic what they're doing. And what are they doing differently than, you know, you have Drexel, you have Penn. I mean, certainly they're they're not the only temples, not the only campus in the city of philadelphia you have lasalle and so what what are they doing differently necessarily what what is temple doing or or what are the other schools doing well or or what are the other schools doing i mean look temple is in you know the location that it's in and that is a higher crime area for sure Mm -hmm. but you know the the other schools as well are in philadelphia crime is up everywhere so carjackings and those kinds of things. So are the, I guess the question is, do you know that the other schools are doing something differently than Temple? Well, I mean, I mean, the, the other schools aren't being so loud and proud about how safe their, their school is. Like Temple's been over the past several years. Um, you know, Temple really wants to sell a message of safety as a value proposition. 
which is just insane when you look at the numbers and, and, and the breakdown of everything. The other schools are not as loud and proud about it. They're realistic. And and for me, I'm, listen, I am a Temple alum. My career would not be where, where, where it is right now without Temple. Um, but but all all I'm calling for, and I think all, all of us want them to do, is just be honest. Stop forget the spin games and everything. Tell the truth. If you need more support from Larry Krasner, call him out. Tell him you need his support. If you need more support from Danielle Outlaw, call her out by name. Okay, that's how you advocate and protect your community. They're not doing any of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's well said. So uh, we're, we're continuing the conversation with somebody you've gotten to know um, during our interviews, Brian Hart, founder and president of Flackable, an award-winning public relations agency representing financial and professional services and brands nationwide. You see him on uh, the networks as well, interviewed especially on financial channels. But I have to ask you, Brian, you know, when we think about um, what's going on with with Philadelphia, if if you could, if you were hired, as you know, the brand manager, as the PR guy representing the city of Philadelphia to get the world to see us differently and not see the crime. Because we do have crime, but we're an incredible, livable city with so much that's beautiful and so much to offer. And we are our own worst critics, I think, sometimes. So if you ran the PR for Philadelphia, what would that look like? Can you just give us a little glimpse to tell the rest of the world we are a beautiful world-class city with our art museums, our restaurants, all that all, that Philadelphia has to offer. And even though we want to complain about the traffic and getting around, it is it is a piece of cake compared to mm-hmm. other major cities. If I compare it to LA or Chicago or, you know, God forbid New York, um, I the truth is it's a, it's a movable, livable, visitable city where visitors are safe and both things can be true, right? That yes, do we have, especially in certain areas of the city, do we have high crime and do you have to be street smart? Yes, that is true. But at the same time, I think of any U S city to visit Philadelphia is the most important. We are the birthplace of democracy, our music, our, um, our museum scene and our history scene is, is the best in America in my better than Boston I would say we rival, you know, DC has a lot too, but I, okay, I'm biased, admittedly. Okay, I gotta let, I gotta let Brian answer this. He's the PR, he's the the award winning PR guru. Well, no, I, I love the question because first off, I mean, some of the best PR you can do is just do the right thing. Um, and a lot of what plagues Philadelphia right now, if we had leaders who were just honest and transparent and accountable, we could get these problems fixed. When they don't acknowledge that they're problems, that gives nobody confidence that they're ever going to get fixed. Let's acknowledge that we're not perfect. Let's acknowledge our imperfections and work to be a little bit better tomorrow than we are today. And I'm not seeing that in a lot of Philadelphia leadership. I'm not seeing that in Temple University's leadership or citywide. So that's the first place to start. Um, you know, listen, you, you know, you asked about the PR, you know, aspect of it. Uh, you know, there, there's that saying, you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. And I'm not, I'm not calling Philadelphia a pig, but, but some of our problems, absolutely. Um, and we got to, you know, we got to stop trying to 
been around them mm-hmm. and address them honestly with a little bit of integrity. Yeah. And, 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 and we could do a lot of good for the city. I'm not seeing it in current leadership, but, but, but there, are, there are some reasons to be optimistic with some of the changes that we're seeing. Um, you know, and, and, you know, I, I would just, I would hope that those in power or those at least who have access to people in power are giving them that message. Just, just do the right thing and be honest and accountable and we can maybe get some things solved. I know that you're involved a lot with representing financial companies. And when I think about the Fed that's meeting today um, and interest rates expected to go up, I know the Inquirer had that big article about Bidenomics and how that, that terminology does not go over very well in a city like Philadelphia, especially in neighborhoods where people are struggle, struggling with inflation. At the same time, I've noticed because I've been a longtime Wells Fargo customer, the Wells Fargo's, the branches keep closing so is there any a glimpse of the inside with banking, financials, inflation that you can you can share with us as far as the banking community and and where they're angling and why they're moving out of cities like Philadelphia and even some of the nearby suburbs? Yeah, well, I mean, just commercial real estate broadly, you know, obviously the banking sector represents a lot of that. But when you look at commercial real estate broadly, clearly there is a big problem in major metropolitan areas Mm -hmm. with commercial real estate. So, no, people close, you know, operations closing down offices and or or reducing, you know, their leasing capacity. Um, that is going on, and, and that is a big problem. I tie that directly to the safety problems. Mm-hmm. Now, Philadelphia has it bad with both safety and commercial real estate. Um, and the Zoom, the, the fact that people San, love – I mean, here I'm in – San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> San Francisco yep. is worse on both, on both ends um, with what's going on there. Yeah. Yeah, the nice thing is if you are somebody who like, – like for Anthony Dorenzo and I, I think we're – and Jimmy Kelly, I think we're the only people left in the building. I don't know. Like sometimes, maybe today, well, it's midweek. By Friday, we're the only ones here, Anthony. Am I right? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you get the building to yourself. But seriously, they're talking about maybe making some of these beautiful office buildings partially housing for people because they're thinking, yeah. do we turn them into condos or apartments? Because people became accustomed to zooming it in and they don't want to leave home maybe because of crime but maybe just because of the convenience of not having to commute and so i think it's a twofold situation but we do have this issue where it's almost like back in the day the shopping malls we saw the malls closing and now mall properties had to reinvent themselves and now cities with all this retail space are figuring out what do we do with all the retail space and then how do we attract people to somehow use it. Yep. No, that, that's exactly right. And, and that's been something I've been very focused on. Um, you know, I do talk to finance experts across the country, you know, and, and who come from all different perspectives. And, and a lot of them, if not all of them, do have an eye on real estate in general, but, but specifically commercial real estate in urban environments. Mm-hmm. And, and the problems that we're seeing and the creativity that it's going to take to solve that. Um, you know, my one thing I'd like to see more of is absolutely, if you have vacant office space that can be converted into residential mm-hmm. uh, real estate, 
that would be a big plus. That would solve a lot of problems on the residential side and on the commercial side. Um, if, uh, you know, some of the retail space that has shut down, people, you know, yes, we, we are shopping more and more on Amazon and everywhere else. Retail is going to continue to shut down. But if, if you can convert that space into experiences and entertainment, that is something viable. Hmm. That's an Give interesting one. Give people a reason one. to get out of the house. That's an interesting one. And I don't know, maybe one stop where they where they make your building where you have doggy daycare, child daycare, or you can, uh, in between your lunch break, you can stay in the building, but get your dry cleaning done or get a manicure or get a workout in, that sort of thing. Maybe they'll start thinking of the building as sort of its own entity as far as a almost like a little town because some of these buildings hold tens of thousands of people as far as Absolutely. workers go. I don't know. All right, That's Brian Hart. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, we always love, I love to just pick your brains. And Brian has no idea. He's thinking, what's she going to ask me next? I just try to you know, pick your brains because you have all these different clients who are very interesting. And every once in a while you give us, a little nugget and it kind of breaks some news. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm always going after what the insiders are saying. But Brian Hart, thank you so much um, for just checking in with us today. Until next time, my friend. My, my pleasure. Go Phillies. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month. with Eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 